Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Great video for you today, man. A double feature. But first, got to let you guys know that we have a Patreon uh, where you can support the channel directly. And uh, depending on your level of support, you may be getting uh, all the videos ahead of anybody else and potentially have the opportunity to watch us uh, live stream these recording sessions, which means you get first dibs on anything we talk about before we even edit these videos. The videos are brought to you by the books that we make, and you're seeing a good sample on the screen right here. I have Red Room Crypto Killers being solicited uh, to your local comic shops right now, so let uh, your shop know that it's out there. There are two other volumes of Red Room uh, in trade paperback form. 10th anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree, there are four volumes of that, three volumes X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG. Jimmy has Fresh on the Stands, Hulk Grand Design, a Treasury Edition is out there, Street Angel Princess of Poverty uh, is forthcoming, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive is on the stands right now, and uh, Plain Janes is out there for you to uh, support Jimmy's work. Ask not what Cartoonist Kayfabe can do for you, ask what you can do for Cartoonist Kayfabe, and uh, a kayfabe lieutenant, Jerome Cabanatan, who is out there, man, who has supported the channel in very many ways, has uh, given us an embarrassment of riches that I think will yield several episodes. Uh, so off the bat, I want to I want to share some of his works right here. Uh, a couple issues of Black Belter and One Stone. Here's how you can get in touch with him uh, in the back. It's uh, J Rome Cab. Uh, TKO Troop 44 on Facebook, available on Amazon right now, as seen on Cartoonist Kayfabe. This is another piece that he sent in this package. And again, we often joke about like some payola is the way to do it. So uh, he's doing a piece of Hulk fan art. And I love that it's Hulk dropping the Hulk Hogan leg drop right. on his adversary, <laughs> the thing. So he sent us a bunch of cool zines and things, and it will yield further, further episodes. But uh, today we'll do a double feature. Uh, we're doing basically X-Men Grand Design by Kurt Busiek and uh, Scott McCloud, spelled the legitimate way, uh, from 1979. And it's a flip book. We have the Peter Chung 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle storyboards for the, the famous opening sequence. I first became aware of this uh, X-Men synopsis, the original X-Men Grand Design, uh, from Kurt Busiek himself, whenever the announcement was made that I was going to be doing X-Men Grand Design and describing the conceit of it, he tweeted at me, Ah, oh, Piscor, me and Scott McCloud did this back in 1979. And he sent links to uh, images online. Jerome, wisely enough, I'm not saying from that post, but he, f he found those images and was smart enough to frickin' make a zine out of them. Why not? You know, this appeared in fanzines. I don't know the title of the fanzine that it, that it appeared in, but Kurt is supplying the words and a very young Scott McCloud from Understanding Comics is the guy who's showing you the artwork here. Yeah, and some of this stuff, you know, it's a lot of text, so it's you can almost look like it's an illustrated book and maybe overlook it. If you pay attention to kind of the drawing, there's some really fun drawing that McCloud is bringing to this. There's a lot going on in that in that center drawing. He's taken he's taken some existing materials too. Like there is a famous you know Werner Roth cover or something that that has that kind of image. But this is a you know Scott McCloud doing his thing. And and at certain uh, instances, it's kind of understanding comics. Like it has panel to panel stuff. How about that? Like it's built in there already in the, in the 70s. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure out like how old they would have been whenever they did this. Because yeah. they were school chums, right? Is yeah. That... That's fun. I love this kind of stuff too of the fandom part of comics. Like like before the internet, before so many comics were, were covered the way they are, these are dudes that love it, doing a service to everybody. Yeah, totally. And they're catching everybody up to speed. It's probably contemporary to the time that uh, this thing was released because it goes from zero to, you know, it goes from Kirby to John Byrne. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a love letter in the purest sense of that word. Yeah. And so uh, good job, I think, on Jerome for putting this together because the other thing is super young cartoonists. Like, he's only been making comics for a couple years. Yeah. So you make some zines because it helps along the way, too, of just, like, reproduction of uh, getting a following, of having something new whenever you go to the next show that you go to. A lot of benefit, I think, to making these kinds of zines. Absolutely. And when you're putting a zine like this together with with found materials, it looks pretty big on your screen. You're able to study that artwork at a molecular level and gain some, some wisdom, some understanding from, you know, true masters of the game. Uh, if you have been a longtime Cartoonist Kayfabe Instagram follower, you will have seen uh, me post a bunch of this of this Peter Chung stuff whenever we talked with him, you know, some a year back, some years back. But this is the famous opening sequence as boarded by Peter Chung. Whenever I see this panel now, I can't help but think of Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman talking about how that was a point of contention, you know, that shot of the manhole cover in the empty street. And it's like, that becomes an iconic piece of the opening animation as a result. Yeah. Um, it's, it's wild to think that's a drawing that's a big chunk of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lore. The cool thing about grabbing this thing like this and setting it up this way is it is a, it's a silent comic. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it was a true comic, if it was meant to be a comic, there'd be probably a little bit of filler panels uh, in between, but it, but it's here, man. Yeah, it works great. It's also a chance just to see some Peter Chung drawing, which, yeah. you know, there'll never be enough of that out there as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and you never know what you're seeing if, if it's That's a Peter right. Chung illustration. Like, he's uh, been showing some stuff for the soundtrack on his uh, Instagram, you know, new Aeonflex illustrations. And the question in my mind is, like, what does that mean? Did you draw these? Or yeah, right. is it, the, you know, the factory? Look at how distorted like some of the turtles, especially in that very top panel, the turtle in the foreground there, that leg is wild. You know, yeah. it's like you're really just dealing with shapes. Like this is kind of the fundamental stuff that you learn about in like a how to draw book or whatever. You're seeing it applied there. Yeah, it's all storytelling things, man. And uh, we asked Peter Chung, you could go see the shoot interview. We asked him about uh, his tenure on Ninja Turtles and he talked about how ridiculous the title was <laughs> and how dumb it was. Uh, but listen, he works in animation. You got to do the job. Also, it makes me wonder if there were more storyboards. Yeah. Because this stuff really feels like the barest minimum of like what you need to show. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting, I think, if you're trying to make comics and you're looking at like what are the uh, keyframes. Yeah. You know, if you will. He did design the April O'Neil yellow jumpsuit red red hair chick. Like that. That is a design from Peter Chung. Certainly worth noting. Getting all the bits in there, right? You got to get all the weapons. Got to show off Shredder. Like, so iconic. You know, like like the close-up of weapon, weapon, weapon. Like, it just feels... It, it's modern mythology. Yeah, at this point, huh? It's been adapted. You know, this this invention of two dudes sitting in a house making each other laugh has, has been adapted as many times as Batman. Yeah. And I am in love with seeing the nunchucks. Like, like the diagram there for how these nunchucks are spinning as he's jumping. It's everything I need. 
Yeah, which is uh, sort of a staple of uh, Peter Chung's work, and he described it in the interview, is he likes to have two actions going in opposite directions. That's like one of his directorial yeah. tropes that he that he can identify and point out, and that sort of shows right there. Yeah, I remember that coming up in that interview, and again, like people go check that out. There's a lot of wisdom there, but he talks about it even like his first attempt at animation having those that kind of effect. Yeah. Talked about... He didn't have the pegboards or any of that stuff, so he just aligned the corner of the typing paper up and would just, you know, draw a new piece. Stuff like this I wonder about where it's like, okay, you've got your sewer tunnel, it's kind of a round motif, and then you've got your nunchuck movement, which is just, you know, continues on with that. Happenstance, just a happy accident, total coincidence, I don't know, but we've seen people that emphasize that stuff, that Steranko Outland adaption and heavy metal there are pages where it's just like round motif running through the pages. So it's definitely something that some artists do incorporate. Knowing that Peter Chung did some work on TNMNT, uh, certainly at the beginning when you see uh, Master Roshi or, or, or the, you know, the Splinter character, uh, it looks like Chungish, you know, Chung-esque. Yeah, knowing his work and how kind of I don't know, rule breaking he is. It makes me wonder like stuff that we're looking at here, not knowing much about animation, like is he pushing any boundaries on these things? Is there stuff that's like, whoa, I can't believe he did that. You know, if you if you know animation the way we know comics, would there be moments in these storyboards that really pop that way? Right. Communicating so much in such a little amount of time, all like all the main pieces, and then you get your pizza in there. Yes. Pizza on a side. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, call me crazy, but uh, I was went down to Eastman Laird uh, Ninja Turtles rabbit hole uh, some some weeks back, and there was a uh, 2009 animated movie, like a like a OVA hour long joint called uh, Turtles Forever or TMNT Forever, and it took the 2003 Ninja Turtles cartoon guys and put them in a universe or brought the old 1986 Turtles yes. into their universe, and then they fight all the same villains and shit that shit was cool as hell man i had no idea about it yeah i remember that and was that a made for TV? video yeah i don't i don't know i don't yeah it was like an hour, over an hour long yeah it's bizarre i don't even know why i know about it i must have seen it advertised somewhere slightly off model yeah <laughs> look it's so 80s too it's like break dancing and shit I love whenever you get this kind of drawing too, where he's going in with some of the shading. Yeah, you get to see that that kind of expression from Chung. And if you remember, I feel like these images—it's it's it's basically a singular image. I don't remember much animation beyond maybe the Technodrome like moving up or something. I was gonna say a zoom, maybe. Yeah. But that's again one of those like if you know animation, you know there's probably all this kind of stuff. Because it, it's everything is an illusion of like more. Right. Yeah, it is a TV show that's being pumped out very rapidly. I find the running very instructive because I find it very hard to draw characters running, especially at you. Yeah. So it's great anytime you see an artist doing that effectively. It feels like something that I uh, I would probably swipe. Thank you, Peter. This is a prized <laughs> Thank zine. Thank you, Jerome. Yes, it is. This is a prized zine, and I'm so thankful to uh, Jerome Cabanatan for sending it to us. But it is not the only zines that he sent to us, inc including his own works, man. Uh, two issues of Black Belt are there. One stone. This is uh, how to get your hands on his work. E. Jerome Cab on Twitter and Instagram. 
I don't want to show off the other stuff yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. More to come because there, there, there was more in the bundle. Like he's got some cool zines and comics out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Something man. for the uh, kayfabers at home to do is go seek out his work because he's got some really cool stuff out there. Yes, and remember. Ask not what cartoonist can, kayfabe can do for you. Ask what you can do for cartoonist kayfabe. And then you get an episode de dedicated to, uh, you know, your works and your efforts. And in Jerome's case, there's more episodes to come. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. And we do have a Patreon uh, where you can support the channel directly. The King Kayfabers are watching this, record the stream at this very moment. And they get dibs on all the first videos. Uh, all the videos that we make before anybody else. But the vids are brought to you by the books that we make. Jimmy, tell the people what's out there. Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Alive, The Plain Janes are books you can grab right now. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is coming out later this spring from Image Comics. It will, along with Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Alive, reprint all of the Street Angel comics that have been made up to this point. So it'll give you a complete set if you have both of those Image Street Angel books. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see lots more of my work. You can download out-of-print zines and mini-comics, and you can see what I'm working on next. I have a big project I can't wait to announce uh, on a future episode, but uh, if you hit my link tree up in the description below, you can go order that thing right this very minute. It's the top thing on my link tree. Uh, the other pieces that you will find in that link tree are uh, links to my two Red Room trade paperbacks that are out in the wild. Uh, we are now soliciting the next round of Red Room comics. We call it Crypto Killers to your local comic shops. Uh, make sure you put in your orders and pre-orders for that. There are four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, which is celebrating its 10th year anniversary in 2023. Three volumes of X-Men Grand Design are out in the wild, and uh, the occasional WYSIWYG comic uh, you will find out in your comic shops. Jimmy, tell people the other ways that they can uh, support the channel. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, hats, fanny packs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All good ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe universe. Jimmy, given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Make more comics.